fighting for freedom every day. They are absolutely desperate to pretend the last four years never happened and for them to go back to what they like to do before, which is create these massive spending bills to pretend that it's really, really important to you when you only get about 5% of what's in the bill and they can't do it because we're aware of it. We're paying attention to it and they don't like that. This is the Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. The midweek celebration is officially here. Holy cow, it flies right on by. Welcome into the show. It is a Wednesday broadcasting live out of the heartland of America here on our flagship radio station in Wichita, Kansas, all over the country, radio and TV and live streaming and podcasting. Thanks for hanging out with us today. Boy, the world is a crazy place, is it not? I don't think we've ever been so isolated as a nation before, and it's kind of sad to think about, isn't it? We have other allies that want nothing to do with us right now. I thought that according to the other side of the aisle, Donald Trump was the one that was tearing apart our allies, telling, tearing apart our reputation as a nation around the world. People are looking down on us. People are laughing. at. I thought that was the case during Donald Trump, right? That's what they told us. No one wants to work with us. People don't take him seriously. We didn't think that we were actually going to survive all this. Everybody laughing at the laughing stock of the United States because we had someone so terrible as Donald J. Trump. Now we have the pulling out of the Middle East and Joe Biden doing that in a horrendous job. We're leaving all of our allies, everybody that's helped us in any way, shape or form over there. And we just don't care. We just don't care. The way Joe Biden's been rocking this thing, he just, man. We don't care that's the way Joe Biden's been since he started pulling out of Afghanistan to the point to our allies don't even want to work with us any longer. Yeah, I know, right? They don't even they don't even care. Nigel Farage out of the United Kingdom as very conservative guy, big ally with the United States, big fan of Donald Trump, worked on the whole Brexit thing over in the UK. Yeah, he said pretty much that the UK now have, wants nothing to do military-wise with the United States because they just don't trust us. He was on Fox News just a couple days ago. Well, I mean, short term, obviously, the biggest fear of the thousands that, that will be left trapped after the 31st. And amazing, isn't it? The whole of the G7 begging Joe Biden to extend the deadline. But no, 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 because the Taliban and ISIS have threatened an American president and he's decided to dance to their tune. The medium term problem is the resurgence of international terror. Already evidence that extremist jihadi groups all over the world um, have taken great cheer from what the Taliban have done in Afghanistan. And so if we do find out... All right, let's, let's stop right there. It's about a minute, I don't know, a minute and a half or so, and I want to play all this because I think it's really juicy stuff. Nigel Farage, Nigel Farage on Fox News had made the comment, now we have emboldened terrorists all over the world because why not? We have just given up as a nation... And I, I talked a little bit about this over the last few days, but everybody else is talking about it. I try to be a little bit offbeat on the show, but it's important. And now we're the laughingstock. We have lost a war, a 20-year war to a terrorist organization where they took over in less than a day after our announcement of pulling out. We weren't even completely out yet, and people were scrambling to get out of the country. We were scrambling to get out of the country, and we gave it back to the Taliban, who's now working with ISIS, and they just control the whole, the whole area now. And... Our allies want nothing to do with us. Now, again, I thought we were the laughing stock during the Donald Trump era. That's what the Democrats said. That's what the progressives said. Oh, people are laughing at us. 
We're the laughing stock of the nation, or of the whole world. Donald Trump is a joke. Nobody takes him serious. Their whole movement when uh, when Joe Biden got elected was we're back, and we're going to let everybody know that we're back. Now we have the G7 summit, progressive, radical, socialist ideologues that run the G7 and the G9, these elites that think that they're just going to run the world and that they're going to do all these great initiatives to help save humanity and try to control people. That's really what they are. They're the ones begging Joe Biden, don't pull out this way. Extend your pullout time frame. Actually plan this out a little bit better. Strategize a little bit better because you need to uh, be a little bit smarter here. His own advisors advised him not to do so. But yet somehow the Democrats have missed an entire big open gap in their strategy here. While they try to pretend that Joe Biden's the president, but yet they're going to run things and he's just going to kind of be the, the face of the entire movement. While they thought this was going to work, every once in a while he's going to have his own original idea. And since he is president of the United States, you can't turn down that original idea from the president of the United States. And they didn't think he had it in him. They thought that he was just going to be the puppet. They would be able to do whatever the heck they wanted to. And Joe Biden would just kind of go along with it, read the teleprompter, sleep, take a nap, come back, get hyped up on a steroids, go back out, wave at a few people, forget his name, try and take a couple questions from one or two reporters that he's already pre-screened, and then go back and take another nap. And they would just run everything. It would just run on autopilot. But that random time that he has an original idea, this is what happens is that things fall apart. Everything's a disaster. He's got some of the lowest approval ratings from a president in a very long time right now. Kamala Harris isn't any better. She's got an approval rating that's tanked, which is why they kept her out of the limelight. But they have to do something because he's destroyed this so much. And now the G7 is mad at him. And the UK, our very own strongest allies, are actually mad at him. We have not gone into a conflict or not actually had some type of international policy that the UK has not endorsed as well and worked alongside us with. That's how close of an ally they actually are. And now, according to Nigel Farage, they want nothing to do with us. Ourselves back, engaged. And, and, you know, let's be honest, the last few years, we've not seen major terrorist atrocities in the West. But if they start to happen again, and we start to think, well, how do we go out again and try and stop these cells that are spreading international terror, how can we do it with the Americans? How can we do it with an ally that has treated us with contempt and betrayed us and into the bargain many of our own citizens? Uh, certainly, if it's a Biden or Harris administration, I, 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 honestly, there is no way, there is no way a British parliament right now would vote for military cooperation with America led by this administration. And that's a very sad thing to say, because since 1917, the UK and America have been side by side in virtually every major conflict. We've been the closest allies in terms of military action, in terms of intelligence sharing, in terms of culture, in terms of business. You you couldn't have a better ally in the world than us. And right at the moment, I'm sorry, but there's no way we could enter into another operation with you. That's a little concerning, is it not? That was Nigel Farage again on Fox News. The next question is, is what do we do? What do we do from here? I mean, we obviously can't get rid of Joe Biden. We've tried it. We're working on an impeachment. I doubt it's going to happen. Uh, just because he botched this doesn't mean that, yeah, well, he is unfit to be president of the United States. But what are we going to get after that? We're going to get a Kamala Harris 
We're going to get a Nancy Pelosi if we try to get both, uh, rid of both of them on the ticket. Like, this isn't any better. you got to go 20 deep before you get anybody reasonable in the government to actually run things. That's just not going to happen. So what do we do? Our own allies are walking away from us. We are now, not before, not four years ago, not two years ago, now, within the first eight months of this new administration, we are now the laughing stock of the world because they realize how weak we actually are. Now... We have a major crisis because we realize that there's an agenda to this, which is the Chinese agenda, because what are they doing? Oh, they've only gotten $3 trillion worth of raw uh, metals, material, gold, silver, nickel, everything that they found actually over in Afghanistan, coincidentally, that we haven't touched and we just walked away from that the Chinese are now beginning to mine. We have a terrorist organization that's now been emboldened and that is emboldened to other terrorist organizations around the world as well. Well, heck, if we just keep pressuring and drag this thing out, the Americans are just going to like walk away. This is great, man. We don't have to worry about nothing. And now they've seen the Achilles heel of the Americans. Welcome into the show. we got a lot to get to today. Congressman Ron Estes from right here in my home district, here in the 4th District of Kansas. We'll be chatting with him at the bottom of the hour. Uh, I don't know if you're aware or not, Washington, D.C. ended up passing the three and a half trillion the house representatives ended up passing the three and a half trillion dollar budget bill kind of sort of it's almost done but not quite they did it in a very shady very sleazy type of votes we'll talk about that here in just a second but i feel bad for our military and i've heard some stories on social media about how military are responding to this decision from joe biden how angry they actually are how betrayed they actually feel in this scenario where they've dedicated their life in Afghanistan and Iraq and all over and Iran all over in that region and now we're just pulling out walking away and letting the enemies that they fought for years just come back into power and take over all of it they feel absolutely betrayed I feel horrible for them at the same time now we see the decision come down from Joe Biden who cares oh so much about the military is that now Military troops must get the COVID-19 vaccine ASAP. According to the Associated Press, military troops must immediately begin to get the COVID-19 vaccine, according to Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin in the memo earlier today. More than 800,000 service members have yet to get their shots, according to the Pentagon data. Now that the Pfizer vaccine is full approval by the Food and Drug Administration... We can get rid of that organization. The Defense Department is adding it to the list of required shots that troops must get as part of their military service. Now, it's, I guess, nothing really new with the military. They've always had to be the guinea pigs of taking and jacking themselves up with so many different vaccines that it's sad. I don't know how half of them are walking. And when they do have medical issues, they're like, oh, it's not from any of the, you know, the, the concoctions that we just injected you with for the last 20 years. It's cool. You got nothing to worry about here. But now, according to the Pentagon, U.S. troops must get the COVID-19 vaccine, which I want to get into the vaccine a little bit today, not as much, but there's some very angering news that I think you need to be aware of as well, because the battle continues. The mandates are coming. The enforcement's coming. The Nazism is coming to tell you either show your papers that you had the vaccine or don't partake in society. Oh yeah, it's here and it's getting here. So between the pulling out of Afghanistan, big failure, the lack of immigration control, big failure. That is another national concern we also have another national uh national emergency that's going on that we're not pe- uh, people aren't presenting it this way they're not talking about it this way did you realize within the last month and within the next month between everything being said done and complete we will be spending over five trillion that is with a t five trillion dollars between the two spending plans as both of them have initially passed the house of representatives and we're going to talk at length with that with uh, congressman ron estes at the bottom of the hour to talk about these spending bills, but five 
trillion dollars. What they didn't tell you is what that's going to do for the debt, what that's going to do for tax increases on you, because there are many tax increases, but there's also some really, really shady stuff in this bill that if it passes the $3.5 trillion budget bill, that you will be shocked and awed that it's actually in a federal budget. As an amnesty for illegal aliens. I, I know, I know. As in getting rid of right-to-work laws in states, centralizing work laws at the federal government and getting rid of the right-to-work. I, I know, it's happening. And it's being passed with a bipartisan effort from Republicans who want to ram through this infrastructure bill, knowing that there were ties to ram it through with the Democrats' control in the House and the Senate on the $3.5 trillion budget plan. And Republicans are just going along with it. So when we come back, we got uh, just about, I don't have enough time, about 30 seconds. When we come back, I'll talk to you about some of the uh, tax bills or uh, tax increases that we could potentially see. Plus, on the COVID front, we do have, uh, if you remember the workout gym out in New Jersey, the Attilus gym that's been battling, and they were giving away free memberships to anybody who did not get the COVID-19 vaccine because they were countering the Dunkin' Donuts that was giving away a free donut for anyone who did get a vaccine. It's appropriate. You don't eat something healthy, you get the vaccine, and you get the bad food for free, or you just be healthy and go to the gym and actually be healthy on your own, and you don't need the vaccine. They're getting sued by the state of New Jersey, and they have a lot of money that's being taken out of their accounts, almost trying to shut them down, and the owner of it's not too happy. So we got some audio for that one as well as we continue, because it's getting real. Things are getting real, man. It's starting to happen, and it's starting with the military. All mandated military need to get the vaccine. I know. So we'll cover all this today for a midweek celebration, the post-post-Monday, the pre-pre-Friday right here on The Voice Reason. Make sure to follow us on our website, whosyourreason.com, as we have one more day for the week for me before going on vacay. Kind of excited about that as well. Stay here on the show. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program. And here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. 
Podcasts, YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Welcome back into the program. Thanks for hanging out with us. It would be nice if my computer would work here. It seems to be taking its sweet old time every time I try to bring something up, which is causing some issues trying to do a radio show here. What the heck are you talking about, man? Welcome back in. Radio, TV, live streaming, and podcasting, wherever you may be watching, listening. You're a millennial general doing the thing we do every single day, and we always love and appreciate you hanging out with us. We are at the end of the month of August which means it's time for you again, if you have not done so, to sign up for the Voice of Reason, Who's Your Reason newsletter. Go to whosyourreason.com, H-O-O-S-E-R, reason.com. It'll pop up the first thing when you get on the homepage, say, do you want to become a Hoosier-holic? You say, yes, I do. You type in your email. It is totally free. We do not spam you. We do not charge you. Uh, it's just a membership to get the monthly email. We don't send a whole bunch of emails all the time. It's just once a month at the top of the month where we have our civic holidays coming up for the next month. We have a blog talking about some topical issues. We have some news on the Hoosier Media Network and what's going on with the Hoosier Media Network. We have some information on the show, on guests that we've had over the last month. We have new upcoming guests, all that great information. So you can always tune in there, and we love it and appreciate it when you do. More people sign up for this newsletter every single month, and we appreciate that very, very much. On the other front, I do want to give you an update on the personal side, as you know, Going through this journey, we are in day number two of the fasting right now, not eating a single thing. Um, I got to be honest, I'm actually doing better than I thought I would be. I have never, never in my entire 32 years on this planet have gone more than a day without eating. Never. I And I've never gone a full day without eating. I get those hunger pains and I'm like, nope, hell with this. I'm going to go have a nice big burger. I have gone two days now. Yesterday was day number one. Today's day two. Yesterday night was the worst part of it where I get the hunger pangs and everything. Uh, Today's number two, and I'm feeling okay so far, knock on wood. And I got some tips and tricks on how to do this. Apparently, if you drink a bunch of tea, then it really helps. You drink the green tea in the morning. You do lemon tea at night to do kind of a, a detox kind of thing. You take some magnesium before you go to bed. You drink some sparkling water or just lemon water and uh, like straight spring, uh, sparkling water, not like flavored and a whole bunch of sugar and additives and everything, but just straight sparkling water. And I, I, again, I'm sipping on lemon tea and uh, or uh, some green tea and lemon water today, and I feel great. So far, obviously still a little hungry, but I feel pretty good. So ready to rock and roll with this, and hopefully the next couple of days are going to go as smoothly as what it has been so far. Again, knock on wood. All right, real quickly, we got just a couple minutes here, and my computer's still kind of locked up, so we'll just kind of read what we can here. But... Uh, we have, uh, here it goes, finally, thank you so much. Coming up bottom of the hour, we have Congressman Ron Estes. We'll play that interview, and we'll get to that in a second. Um, as we go through a $5 trillion budget that we're about to ram through with the $1.2 trillion infrastructure package and the and the $3.5 trillion budget, do you know how much money that is? And we've tried to put it into perspective for you. We spent $1 trillion that the left side of the aisle tries to complain about on the military, we spent $1 trillion in the entire 20-year operation just in Afghanistan. $1 trillion. 
in 20 years. Now, of course, the other side of the aisle says that we spend too much on, on, on military. We don't spend enough on social programs. The military needs to cut their funding, which is a lie because it's only 20% of discretionary funding. So it's very small portion of the entire overall federal budget. But as we go through this massive socialist overhaul of the system, what kind of taxes could you look forward to? I don't know. How about a, cor a corporate tax increase rate from 21% currently to 28%? which would pass in this $3.5 trillion budget. Uh, at least 2 million small businesses getting hit with a new Biden tax hike in the nation, according to the Americans for Tax Reform. Raising corporate income tax rates will hit Americans with higher utility bills and, and uh, the country tries to recover from the pandemic. Yeah, that's a perfect time to do it, right? We're recovering from a pandemic. People had to shut down their stores. People had to shut down their business, lose their business, and they're trying to open back up, and we have a labor shortage to not get people back in to open up fully, and then you're going to increase their tax rate. They're also doubling the capital gains tax from 43.4%, uh, a rate more than double China's per uh, capital gain tax as well. Uh, let's see. Taking up and imposing a second death tax by unrealistic capital gains, imposing a 15% minimum tax on book income, Income tax rates up to 39.6% to the highest income earners, and it goes on. We have more, and we'll get to it. Congressman Ron Estes, when we come back on the show, stay here. The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. When Reason Meets Radio. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. Halfway through the program already. It goes by way too fast. Way too fast. Welcome in radio, TV, live streaming, podcasting, trying to cram that 10 pounds of reason into that five pound bag, trying to rebrand the millennial generation, one radio listener at a time. All right, we sat down with Congressman Ron Estes from the 4th District right here in Kansas, my home district, as we chat about he's on the Ways and Means Committee, meaning that he had the nitty-gritty down to the bone understanding of the budget because his committee worked on it, and unfortunately it's passing. But they did it in a weird, sleazy way. Now, this interview, like our other congressmen that we have on, they're usually way too long. We sat down with him first thing this morning. He was going to be in studio with us today, but wasn't able to do so because his flight was delayed from D.C. So we sat down with him early this morning before he took his flight and talked about the process 
of what's going on. Now, like usual, this interview went way too long. It went almost a half hour, so we're going to play part of it here. The rest of it's going to be an extended uh, downloadable podcast as a special feature for The Voice of Reason, which you can find on any of your favorite podcasting sites with The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier and listen to the full thing. And I highly, highly, highly recommend it because this guy knows his stuff. He is in the middle of all of the know, and he exposes all of it. So this is our sit-down with Congressman Ron Estes from the 4th District of Kansas just a little bit ago. Congressman, how are you, my friend? I'm doing well. How are you doing, Andy? I'm doing great, although I'm a little disturbed about what's coming out of Washington, D.C. Of course, we have Afghanistan that I want to pick your brain on and get your thoughts on in a second here. But yesterday was uh, kind of an odd vote. We have the uh, I heard the Democrats were going to hold up the infrastructure bill until the Senate passes the uh, until the Senate passes the three and a half trillion dollar budget bill. So that way you guys could vote on both of them at the same time. But it sounds like you guys are already kind of moving forward with some of this stuff. What do you guys been working on? Well, it, it really is the, the Democrat parties uh, being driven by by this group of Democrat socialists, which is roughly half of the, the, the Democrat caucus. And they were adamant that they were not going to vote for infrastructure, which is what the country wants and needs until they can pass a bill that has just huge loaded spending in it. And uh, basically, they, they held up uh, Speaker Pelosi and, and held the whole process hostage to make that happen. And and as a result, they were able to ram through this $3.5 trillion bill. It, it's really more than that, but $3.5 trillion is all that they'll admit to uh, that's in that. And uh, some of the, the Democrats who campaigned as pro-business Democrats uh, you know, said no. We we want to vote on infrastructure first, but at the end of the day, they they folded and and uh, agreed to the their their big spending bill, and uh, that's what we're moving forward with. It's unfortunate. Now you're on the Ways and Means Committee, so you got to see this up firsthand and and closely to see all the details coming into this bill. And it's obviously a monstrosity. Three and a half trillion dollars is absurd, plus a one point two trillion dollar infrastructure bill on top of that as well. We are going to bankrupt this nation eventually with how far we're going here. But talk about the process. What led up to this and the discussion you guys had behind the scenes that we don't get to hear usually with the budgetary discussion and what got thrown into this bill? Because from what I've seen. It is nothing more than a massive socialist takeover of expanding social programs, of fo- focusing on environmental issues, on whatever. I mean, it's not even really a budget. It's just a it's just a goodie bill for a lot of Democrats. It, it really is a goodie bill. It's, it's on top of the things that we already spend for, uh, you know, on top of Medicare and Medicaid and, and food stamps and, and national defense. It's, it's, it, it, it basically just goes out and adds more funding for uh, all these pet projects that have been on the socialist stream list and, and out there, you know, and the sad part about it is Nancy Pelosi tried to say it was for the children on the floor, but in reality, it's creating this huge debt for our children to pay back. Yeah. And basically this bill itself is going to create another $50,000 in debt for each Kansan. So that's a hundred and fifty billion dollars over the next 10 years that's going to be added to to the debt for uh each kansan uh and 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 have to pay back for this and so they basically we're looking at doing things like eliminating right to work laws in states and providing amnesty to illegal immigrants and subsidizing taxes for the wealthy taxpayers in in the blue states uh and then and then basically socialized medicine Forcing everybody to use electric vehicles and and uh, and making it so prohibitively expensive to use your 
your gasoline car um, and to get around in. And and so it it's it's a sad process they've started. It's a sad thing you're pushing. Um, we we uh, it's still we still have several steps to go in the process. Uh, the the next step in reconciliation is for each of the committees on the House and the Senate to go through and follow the instructions that were written in this bill about uh, how much money we can spend on certain projects and then pass them basically out of committee. And and then there'll be another vote on the total spending package as part of a, what's called a reconciliation of the budget. And so uh, there's, there still has to be another vote. We have to go through the committee process and then do that, that second vote. Uh, so there's there's some opportunity to stop some of this, but it's it's a sad day when when uh, so many people on another party think that we we our government ought to be controlling everything for us. Well, yeah, it's really sad, and uh, I mean, even though you guys have an opportunity to stop some of this, I mean, Democrats are still controlling the majority there, and it really in both chambers is the way things are kind of lining up here. Uh, but you mentioned a couple of topics I want to get to in a second, but the vote yesterday on this bill wasn't necessarily the approval of the budget, but kind of moving forward with the process of the budget. But uh, from what it sounds like, there was some shenanigans on how they actually uh, made the vote yesterday as well to assume that the budget was already going to move forward as a passed bill, wasn't it? Yeah, it really was. So yesterday was the first vote on on basically creating the budget. But what they did is that instead of doing a vote, normally when we go through the process, we, we we pass a rule that says, you know, this is the amendments that are allowed on the floor, and this is how long the debate takes on the floor, and, and we go through that process. And then we, we vote on, then we debate the bill, and then we vote on the bill. Well, the process they took yesterday was basically to say, okay, we, we will pass a rule uh, that says we want to we wanna pass this budget resolution. And, and, oh, by the way, if you vote for the rule, that just assumes that we will automatically pass the budget. So basically, they didn't even have a vote to pass the budget. Uh, they just vote, We just voted uh, on a rule uh, to, to have a budget, uh, wow. which is a lot of parliamentary shenanigans. Yeah, it's the politics are really the ramming through. It sounds like the Fast and Furious is coming back to the Biden administration and the way Democrats like to actually run things. But you mentioned some topics within the bill that are extremely troubling if this is the case that have nothing to do with the budget. As you mentioned, so let me get this straight. If the $3.5 trillion budget passes, we would see amnesty for illegal aliens in this bill uh, if this passed. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that they're putting in. We would get rid of right-to-work laws in different states from a national federal overreach, overriding state laws with right to work if this budget passes. That's right. Uh, that's that's what they wrote, wrote into this bill, is that basically it's a big federal government takeover of the country. Wow. I mean, we're not seeing like a connection between like H.R. 1 with centralization of, of uh, elections and stuff in here as well, are we? Well, not, not as part of this bill, uh, but what this rule that we voted on yesterday authorized was uh, a debate on uh, a John Lewis, uh, what they're calling the HR4, which is a John Lewis Voting Rights Act, which basically doesn't put any restrictions on uh, showing an ID, doesn't, uh, it opens it up basically some of the, the potential for fraud categories of just having uh, everybody mail out ballots and, and again, dictating from the federal level what the election laws ought to be, which is 
clearly, if you look at the Constitution, it was intended that states control the election process. All right, we're going to stop it right there. That was Congressman Ron Estes from the 4th District. Again, we went for another like 10, 15 minutes beyond that. So if you want to listen to the entire interview, you can do so as the special feature downloadable podcast on any of your favorite podcasting sites if you subscribe. Or you can go to the website, whosyourreason.com, and listen to it. I don't know if you just picked up on that or not. We have a $3.5 trillion budget. Now, it's not issues on immigration. It's not a voting bill. It's not a southern border bill. It's a budget on what we're going to spend money on in different agencies and departments across the nation. And we have this bill that's going to give illegal amnesty to give amnesty to illegal aliens. This bill is going to get rid of right to work laws in states. Remember the whole federalism, states rights versus federal rights. The states that have created right to work laws, meaning that you do not need to join a union in order to work in certain Industries in manufacturing or in truck driving or in it really anything. I mean, radio industry. We don't we have some unions. Thank God I'm not in one. If my mic fell off right now, which it has in the middle of a show before, I would have to wait for a union member to come and actually screw that back on for me. And I'd have to sit there and hold it myself, because if I did that, that was breaching union contract because someone is designated to do that job. I don't know if you're aware or not or if you can pick up on it or not. I'm not the biggest fan of unions, uh, especially labor unions on the public side. But nonetheless, even the private side, but it doesn't matter with this bill, if it passes and it's going to pass with their shenanigans and their sleazy voting that they did. Usually they vote on it, as he just mentioned, or they vote to actually bring it to the floor. You debate, uh, you vote on the agreement to the terms of how it's going to be debated, how many hours you get to debate, how many people get to speak, how long you get to do the, the filibuster, all this other stuff. You debate on the rules of engagement, so to speak, and then you hash it out and then you vote on the final product. That's not the way this one was done. It was voted to say, all right, we're going to bring it to the floor with the assumption that we're just going to slide it right through and pass it. They want it done. It's the fast and furious that the that the Obama administration rammed through way back when, that the Biden administration took a hold of and are using it again, and they're doing it for a symbol of success for the Biden administration. And you want to know why they're doing that? Maybe because of such a bad rep that he's getting from the failure in Afghanistan, they want to take the minds off of that. We knew something big was coming, some type of national shooting, some mass shooting that went on. This is going to be a big hailment of him. He's going to be quiet. He's going to hide in the basement until this passes. He's going to show up to sign this. The infrastructure, the budget, he's going to get $5 trillion of spending in this nation to overhaul the immigration, to overhaul the elections, to overhaal work rights across the country because he's Joe Biden, right? With Andy Hoosier. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier with The Voice of Reason. Fighting for conservative principles seems more difficult all the time. The progressive left seems to find new and creative ways to limit freedom, abuse power, and trample the Constitution each and every day. That's why we need the knowledge, resources, and common sense to push back. And we can help with that. Visit our website at HoosierReason.com. There's some really great stuff for you. You can read the latest blog discussing topical issues and current events. Let us know your thoughts by filling out our monthly survey. Keep track of what I might be doing or where I may be speaking. Listen to the podcast of your favorite guest or show. And check out our latest Voice of Reason product infomercials. Plus, you can find upcoming show schedules and guest lineups to plan your radio listening appropriately. And finally, make sure to become a Hoosier-holic by subscribing to the free newsletter. Stay up to date on the latest news of the show, fun facts of the month, and learn new ways to defend and preserve this great republic. It's all there at HoosierReason.com. Again, HoosierReason.com. Go check it out. Why? 
because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do. Miss part of the show? Don't worry about it. There's plenty of ways to catch the program, and here's how you can do it. First, make sure to tune in every day right here on your favorite radio station. We're here for you. Second, subscribe to the podcast on any of your favorite sites. YouTube and iTunes, Spotify and Google Play, TuneIn, Podbean, and more. Have the show automatically downloaded to your favorite device. Last, visit our website at HoosierReason.com. You can listen to the podcast, catch our special features, and more. It's the voice of reason on radio, TV, and online, helping you defend and preserve this great republic. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. Want to reach out to the show? A big part of the program is you, and we want to hear from you. Let us know your thoughts of the show, maybe a guest we've had on the program, or my favorite, when you disagree with something that I talk about. You can email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or send us a message through our website at HoosierReason.com. The show's not about me. It's about you. So be heard and be your own voice of reason. Again, email me at HoosierMediaNetwork at gmail.com or find our contact information at HoosierReason.com. You're listening to The Voice of Reason with Andy Hoosier. I'm telling you, there's some scary stuff going on right now. We have Joe Biden not listening to his staffers. Joe Biden that's just doing whatever he wants to in Afghanistan, not listening to staffers, not listening to the G7 summit, not listening to our allies with the United Kingdom saying that if you keep doing what you're doing, we're not going to help you out in any way, shape, or form in prior and in, in future engagements. It's just not happening. And then we have the full-on assault of our economy with a $5 trillion two-budget package rolling through with Republicans being, oh, we're like bipartisan and working together. With their ideas of a straw man of just wanting to hold hands, sing Kumbaya, and try and move forward while they attack the budget, knowing that the two are tied together. They know this stuff. They know it. I'm telling you, listen to the rest of the interview when we upload that for the special feature of the podcast because there's some really great juicy information in that you're not going to want to miss. And then we have the attack on our personal rights and liberties and freedoms. And it's getting worse. And we knew it was going to get worse because we hear the cries from other nations around the world regarding COVID right now. We see Australia. Did you know in Australia they're freezing bank accounts for individuals that won't get the vaccine? Yeah, you can't get your money out of your bank account if you actually live in Australia unless you get the vaccine. We have uh, rights being taken away left and right. Now we have the announcement here, of course, that U.S. troops are now mandated to get the vaccine, according to the Pentagon. We see, according to CNBC here as well, Delta Airlines, you know, the airline company, Delta, not Delta the variant of COVID, but Delta the airline. Although in today's terms, I guess it's the same difference. They're both junk. Uh, Raising health insurance premiums for all unvaccinated employees. They're raising their premiums by $200 a month to help cover the higher COVID-19 costs with individuals getting sick. If you don't get the vaccine, then you need to pay a $200 a month additional premium in your insurance policy with Delta. Because apparently you get sick more, which isn't the case. You can spread it. You can get it. You can do everything else uh, with the vaccine or without the vaccine. It doesn't matter in any way, shape or form. Then we have this. Now, I don't know if you remember the news story from Ian Smith. He was the owner, one of the owners of Attila's Gym in New Jersey. And during the, I don't know, halfway through the pandemic while they were advocating for the vaccine and Dunkin' Donuts and everybody was doing their initiatives back in like, what was it, like February, March of this year, they were saying, oh, here's all the incentives to get the vaccine. We're going to give you like a ride in a race car. We're going to give you free donuts. We're going to give you money and a lottery from states. Like Ohio wanted to do a million-dollar giveaway, a million-dollar lottery giveaway. 
for like five weeks in a row if you end up getting the COVID-19 vaccine. That was the idea. Uh, Ian Smith wanted to do something a little bit different. And he said that if you don't get the vaccine, we're giving away memberships to our gym for free. Now, at the same time, New Jersey had shut down all non-essential business because apparently government can tell you when you can and cannot operate your business to take care of your family. Well, they fought that and they've stayed open this whole time. And now they're getting the uh, the crackdown being used as that example from the New Jersey government because how dare you didn't bend to our will. He released the latest video on his social media saying this. All right, legal update, guys, from the Attilus gym. Uh, we are 16, going on 17 months, I believe, into this nonsense with Governor Murphy and the state of New Jersey. Um, as you guys know, we were fined uh, quite a bit of money. $15,497.76 per day for every day that we were open. Uh, the state already took a bunch of money uh, from us to the tune of $173,000 from our bank account. Uh, they drained the business dry. Judge Robert Lugi then decided that the state could pierce through the LLC and hold Frank and I personally responsible for the hundreds of thousands of dollars of fines. Uh, looking like that day is now coming. We received an information subpoena for our financial records. We have no choice but to fill this out. We can be incarcerated if we don't. Um, so we'll fill it out. We will keep fighting. We have an appeals process going on, and we're going to open our gym no matter what Governor Murphy or anybody says. Uh, but it is likely that we will have some commie hands reaching into our pockets very soon. More to come. That was a minute video of him. Did you hear all of that again? Over $16,000 a day for violating their lockdown order. They drained the bank account, went in, took it all. Now the attorneys are going past the LLC, which anybody knows if you've ever created a business, and I have an LLC for the Hoosier Media Network, that you are not personally liable for a business because it's kind of its own entity in that sense. They're going through the LLC and now coming after them personally to try and get the rest of the 100 and some odd, 200 and some odd thousand dollars that they owe to the government, quote unquote, because they did not shut down during the lockdowns and they were being charged fifteen sixteen thousand dollars a day for staying open for the last 17 months imagine how much money that's going to be and now they're trying to go after them personally this is a war that's going on right now it's a political war but it's a war nonetheless and we cannot allow these tyrants these communists these socialists these elites whatever the hell you want to call them we cannot allow them to win because this is what they're going to do to anybody that says otherwise unless you go along with their agenda. We'll try and get him on the show. More coming up on that. Until then, this is The Voice Reason. I'm Andy Hoosier. Everyone, have a wonderful day back on the radio tomorrow. Hey, it's Andy Hoosier. While you listen to the delightful broadcast of The Voice of Reason, don't forget to check us out and follow us on all of our social media sites. Whether you're using Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Minds.com, or Instagram, we're there for you. Find us at Hoosier Reason on any of your social media platforms. You'll see special commentary, links to the articles and news that we use on the show, and videos of the broadcast. Plus, you can directly send us a message on social media during the show to let me know your thoughts. Many already do, and it's a great chat room for all of our great listeners. And you can always sign up for the Patreon site to get exclusive content, maybe hear show products before we air them on the radio, and a lot more. And when you support us on Patreon, you also help the show be able to fight for conservative values each and every day. So it's a win-win. Just find us at Hoosier Reason on all of your social media platforms, or you can find a link to all of our social media sites on our website at HoosierReason.com. We know you're on social media already, so bring some reason into your day. Why? Because it's kind of the reasonable thing to do.